We now bring you an update on the situation in Lebanon and a rather unique situation uh, earlier in the week. I seen in title of an article, people in Lebanon are robbing banks and staging sit-ins to access their own savings. That indicates how desperate the situation is. We're joined by the CEO of Africa Muslim Agency, Hafiz Imran, uh, who chats to us from Lebanon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shukran for joining us. We appreciate your time. Uh, in this visit upon arriving in Lebanon, uh, how did you find the situation to be? What's the current condition in the country? We know it's a country going through very, very difficult uh, economic conditions. Well, Mufti, as you said in the intro as well, uh, and so too that, uh, you know, people right now, people know Lebanon, they play, people know Lebanon as a place whereby there's, of course, the highest number of Syrian refugees here, and of course, Palestinian refugees since 1948, not so of course. But now the biggest fight also is affecting the Lebanese community, whereas the Lebanese communities are host to refugees, millions of refugees, now the actual Lebanese people, middle class people, like you said, are taking sitting in banks because the whole economic system has collapsed. So nobody can access their own money in the banking system, for example. Uh, I was just speaking to our team on the ground. There's no functioning president in the country right now. So there's no functioning government. They're without electricity. Fuel prices are rocketing. Uh, and absolutely uh, insane. So, of course, everyone now is in a similar situation. doesn't matter. You're either extremely poor or you're the elite of society. And, of course, majority of the people are extremely poor at home. Yes, uh, you know, since you've arrived in Lebanon, uh, what's it been like in terms of interacting with people on the street, in terms of the entire, you know, the, the atmosphere within the city itself uh, of Beirut? Uh, in- is there a sense of fear? What's Mostly. going on? Mostly, Mufti, there's a sense of hopelessness. That's the, that's the word to use. A sense of hopelessness. Don't be scared of anything. So there's no fear, really, because what are they scared of? What would they be scared of? There's nothing to be afraid of because there's a big rock bottom in the country. Uh, and, of course, they, they kind of have this, 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 this feeling of hopelessness that the rest of the world has forgotten about them. But interestingly enough, just yesterday, uh, I spent most of the day in the refugee camp. Um, the previous day, I actually went to, from Beirut out in some of the rural areas, the mountainous areas, for example, because now it's winter time. And of course, as winter sets in late December, early January, uh, it starts snowing in some of the mountainous areas where a lot of the rural uh, communities live, especially refugees, etc. So the snow is going to start coming in uh, early January, maybe mid-January. It's getting very, very cold nowadays, especially in the evening. So today we were out in refugee camps. Uh, specifically in camps that have not received aid from humanitarian organizations. We went quite far out today. Uh, for the last five, six months, they haven't received aid. So they survive on whatever they can by baking, etc., in surrounding areas. And that's where we went to visit families and distribute some, some, some food aid. But the feeling of people in Beirut, etc., is a sense of hopelessness. Because, of course, there's no functioning government, really. There's no economy, really. Uh, people are fleeing the country. Even the Lebanese people want to leave the country. If they can afford to leave, they leave. And those you can't afford to, you just have to bear the consequences of whatever happens in the economy here uh, and wait for humanitarian aid to come in some way, shape, or form. You know, we have bases that, uh, that AMA or African Bases support in, in Lebanon, for example, and it's meant to be bases that support refugees only. That's what it was designed for. 
However, in some cases, it has to start with uh, supplying the, the, the needy and poor Lebanese community as well. And you can't deny the, uh, the Lebanese community because, of course, simply speaking, the Lebanese population has been supporting the refugee communities for so many years. And now it's become a situation where the refugees are starting to share some of their little that they have with needy Lebanese people as well. Uh, what's a winter like in Lebanon? You know, uh, winter in Lebanon can get uh, in the the rural areas, and especially where refugees are, where millions of refugees are. Unfortunately, this is what happens in any society is that the needy and the poor are put in the outlying areas where they're very far from anything that, that would resemble any sense of, uh, of, of uh, dignified living. So, and they're not allowed to build uh, physical structures. Uh, the rule here by the authorities is that they're only allowed to build tents in a certain type of structure. And, and of course, those tents don't have the insulation, many of the tents they build themselves. So, winter here in some areas gets icy cold and it rains, as we're expecting rain later today. Uh, and it rains a lot and it gets freezing cold, and that's when snow starts to set in some areas. So, literally, it gets to a point where children, because they sleep on the ground, when children can freeze to death overnight in some of their mountainous areas, especially where the needy refugees are. So, that's how winter gets here. Now, of course, driving through the areas, it looks beautiful. When there's snow on the mountain, it looks like it's Switzerland for that matter. But when you look at that, that beauty very soon turns to a nightmare when you get closer and you realize how many tents are under that snow and how many babies, elderly people sleep on the floor and to die uh, overnight uh, in the winter. That's how bad it gets here. And it's coming to that point in the next couple of weeks. May Allah Rabbalizah make it easy for them. Continue with the great work, inshallah. We'll continue encouraging our listeners to contribute whatever they can. Hafiz Imran, may Allah keep you safe. May Allah continue accepting you for his service to humanity, inshallah. And uh, we make dua that you return to South Africa safely. Barakallah fikum. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.